Welcome back, everyone, to the Girl God's Got You podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of this podcast, and today we're actually going to be having an interview with a wonderful woman named Catherine Banco. Catherine is the founder of Soul Fitness. She's also the host of the Heart and Soul podcast, and she's wife to Michael and mom to William. We had a wonderful podcast episode interview today all about having a healthy view on fitness, a healthy view on eating, a healthy view on having balance in your life. I personally listen to Catherine's podcast. I will actually link it in the show notes below, and it's very inspiring, a wonderful Christian health and fitness podcast. I do want to share, though, that this podcast episode does involve information about eating disorders, body image, all that. So if you are uncomfortable with those topics, you are more than welcome to listen to other podcast episodes I have. But without further ado, let's welcome Catherine on the show. Hi, Catherine. Thank you so much for coming on the Girl God's Got You podcast. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. And for all the listeners out there, I'm a huge fan of Catherine's podcast. I will link it in the show notes below, but it's just such a great Christian encouraging message all about relationship with God, fitness, health. Wonderful. So I definitely recommend her podcast and I'm excited for her to share a little bit more about her life, uh, her faith, her passions. So Catherine, if you could please um, share a little bit about yourself to the listeners. Yeah, so um, I am. I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I run a fitness studio called Soul Fitness, um, S-O-L-E, um, which is for all women. It started from me struggling with my bo- my own body image and turning to disordered eating and over-exercising, and then after um, healing from that, or as I was healing, really, I decided to start something that I really thought that I needed when I was struggling. Um, so I started soul fitness for women only. We, we exercise, we focus on celebrating what our bodies can do, um, instead of punishing them. And we have really hard workouts that are fun. Um, so I'm trying to teach how to enjoy movement and challenge yourself at the same time. Um, and then I also have a podcast, like you mentioned called heart and soul, um, and then on top of all of that, I am a wife and a new mom. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Very busy life, but filled yeah. with things for sure. A full life, not a busy. Yeah. Life. A full <laughs> life and busy. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for that, that background in, um, in every intro here on the girl God's got you show. We ask uh, everyone what their favorite quote is as well as your God's got you moment of the week, or in other words, how you've seen God move this week. So what's your favorite quote and the best part of your week so far? Um, the best part of my week so far has been, we joined a community group recently. Um, we went back to a church that we used to be a part of right when we got married. Um, and we left for a little bit for a home church and then we went back to this church and just joined a community group. And last night at our community group, the conversation was just really rich. Um, and it's, I feel like it's often few and far between these days that I get like really in-depth conversations with adults. <laughs> and so <laughs> it was just nice to have like a babysitter and have two hours away to like talk with adults and dive deeper into prayers and our faith and questions about scripture. And, um, yeah, that was really nice. And we like ate tacos. So that's always a plus. Um, my favorite quote, I feel like it varies 
with like, I'm a big post-it note girl. So like I'll write a quote like the week and put it on like my computer. Um, so it varies, but right now I would say like one thing that I'm really trying to focus on is that, or the quote that sticks out to me is actually, I can't remember who said it, but it was on a podcast with Brene Brown and it says, what's meant for you will not miss you. And that's just like really encouraging to me right now. Cause I feel like I'm in a chaotic season with new motherhood. And sometimes you feel like you're um, like just catching up all the time or you can't get caught up or you have these expectations for your business or, or whatnot, these goals that you're me- you might not be meeting by the world standards. And so it's like comforting to know like what's meant for me, like what the Lord has for me is not going to miss me. <laughs> I can like take that pressure off of myself. Yes, I love that quote, especially with a lot of our listeners. They're either in college right now, gearing up for final season, or they're post grad. And I think springtime is just always super busy. So I really like that quote. It's really um, a good encouragement for everyone out there knowing if God wants it to happen, He'll give you every opportunity to not miss that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for answering some of those intro questions for the listeners to get to know you a little bit better. And so as we kind of dive in for the episode content today, I really wanted it to focus around body image, around a healthy relationship with food and fitness, as well as just a balance in life, trying to run a business, be a wife and a mother, a lot of different factors that I think a lot of our listeners will go through throughout the next several years. So to dive in, I would love to hear kind of the full story of your business and your faith. We touched on it last in the intro, but I'd love for you to share more of the in-depth story. Yeah. So actually, since most of your listeners are um, college age, hopefully this will resonate. When I graduated college, I um, got my first corporate job, um, which is just like a huge transition season where everything's confusing. Everything's like kind of sad because you leave that like close-knit college community and then you're like out in the real world. Um, and I had a really stressful experience at this job. I had a lot of, um, responsibilities for like at such a young age and really not knowing what I was doing. I became like really anxious. And, um, one thing that I like felt like I could control in that season was my body. Um, and it was just like a really chaotic season and very unknown. And this was one thing, like, I know what's going into my body. I know my weight. I know this, what the scale says. And I was, I became so hyper-focused on this one thing that I could quote unquote control in a very like chaotic season. And what started what I felt, well, what I felt started as like a healthy, um, start of just like, I want to take care of myself. Like I, I, you know, you leave college and you're used to like having like Taco Bell at midnight and like all this stuff. Like I like didn't, I wasn't the healthiest person. So I was like, I just really want to be healthy. So it started with this like really healthy mindset. And then it so easily shifted because I took God out of the equation and I tried to take control of it. Um, and it eventually became a really big obsession with, counting calories and, um, over exercising. There's like so many different terms for labeling, um, eating disorders. Mm Uh, so it's disordered eating and I just dabbled in all of it. (laughs) That's just what I'll say. Um, and it was really tough. It was like about three years of living in secret and, um, just not loving myself when I looked in the mirror or even when I didn't look in the mirror, my thoughts were constantly obsessed with things that didn't matter. 
And it took away from my relationships, my faith, like everything was kind of stripped from me slowly. You know, it's like a, a slow drip of things being kind of, um, skewed in your, in your vision. And, um, that led to this breaking point for me. Um, it started, I'm like doing the long-winded story. Is that okay? No, that's the whole okay. point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I talk a lot, obviously when you have a podcast, you just talk. Um, so that's, that led to kind of a breaking point at, a church service one night during worship, I was, I went by myself and I, there was this song playing that was saying like, come as you are, like, no matter what you're going through, come, come as you are. That's a paraphrase. But I was just like, I have not been showing up as I actually am. Like I have been like living two different lives. Mm -hmm. One where I'm like, I'm okay. I got it all together. Like I, you know, I've got my life together. I'm just like healthy and, um, love fitness, but but then on the other side, I'm very unhealthy and I'm very obsessed with my body and very not close with the Lord and losing relationships. So I, I just kind of felt in that moment, like I'm finally free to come as I actually am. Um, and I just kind of admitted that night to someone that I don't even know. I know she had red hair. There was like someone on the prayer team <laughs> that I, that I was like, I think I have an eating disorder. Um, I never said it out loud or really like admitted that. And then that led to counseling, which led to a lot of just shifts and like letting people in my life and in my community know. And then, um, I, I was living in Dallas, Texas at the time. That's where I'm from. And I came to Wilmington, North Carolina to visit my grandmother. My mom grew up here for Christmas that year. And, um, I went on a run to the beach and I just like broke down at at the, once I saw the water, like, it's like the Holy spirit, like really overtook me. And I just like literally fell to my knees and I felt like God was saying like, this is your fresh start. Like here, you need to pick up, move here. And I'm not one who like really hears God's voice clearly. <laughs> it's usually like a very like slow burn for me to like really hear him. Um, uh, but this just felt so clear in that moment. So I moved to North Carolina a couple months later and had no job, moved in with my grandma and, um, eventually things just like, and by eventually, I mean like very quickly things fell into place and like community became involved. And as I was, um, when I moved here, I was, you know, kind of going to all these like free workout classes to meet people. And every, I would, my, a promise I made to myself, which this is kind of something that I've trademarked as like shameless living. So I promised that when I moved here, I would share my story mm -hmm. and not live in secret anymore and just kind of be unashamed about what I'm going through, why I'm here and what like I'm trying to heal from. And so I would tell people, you know, when we at the gym, these strangers who probably thought I was crazy. Um, <laughs> and I would tell them my story and they'd be like, Oh, I struggle with that too. I struggle with body image too. It was, it was every woman in some way had struggled with the way they see their bodies. And I was like, this just needs, there needs to be something done about this in this community. And so I started soul for free for like two years. We just did like outdoor workouts outside of my corporate job. And, um, it was so fun. And I, we built this community and it was based off you know, not punishing your body. Like I said before, learning to enjoy movement, not doing it to burn calories or look a certain way, but just to really enjoy it. Um, and from there, like 
really just built a, an awesome community of women who are finally like breaking free from a lot of chains um, when it comes to body image. Um, so that's how Soul started. It eventually turned into a full-time thing and now it's my job. And um, we have a, I have a studio in my house, which is awesome. Um, we have group classes, personal training and online training and then events every now and then. So yeah, that's, that's the long story. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many follow-up questions to that story. Thank you for sharing from start. I think that's uh, a really good encouragement for people listening. If they kind of feel stuck right now or kind of where you were feeling, you know, right when you graduated college, knowing that that's not the end point, that's just the comma and God could do so much, you know, with your life. And so encouragement to people, you know, when we do have God out of the equation when we're trying to find control, he will come chase us down and help us come back to him. So I think that your story is a really big uh, inspiration. And how, what year was that when you started soul? So I moved here in 2014. I'm, I'm much older than a college student. (laughs) I moved here in 2014. Um, and then I launched like our first workout was six years ago and then it became a business over the years. Like I actually started making money, but our first workout was six years ago in March. Wow. That's how much has changed in six years too. just seeing the business progression. That's phenomenal. So much has changed and it's, it's gone in so many different directions, you know, when I didn't have a studio, sometimes we would meet at like my grandma's clubhouse in her neighborhood, or we would meet at like a park or, um, I would rent studio space from other studios in town. And sometimes it would be like 30 girls and sometimes it would be three. And it, you know, it's, it's still like that, like it ebbs and flows and it looks different all the time, but like who needs to be there in that season is there. And Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. So yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. And I will say to anyone who's listening who's in a transition <laughs> season, graduating from college is probably the most confusing time in your life. And you're supposed to be confused and you're not supposed to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. In fact, like, I don't even know if I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. Like, you just have to like follow that next push that, that next nudge that God has for you. And like everything will fall into place the way it's supposed to. I put a lot of pressure on myself and I wish like, if I could tell my younger self one thing, it would be just live, like trust, trust God and just let it go. (laughs) It's going to work out. Yes. And I, on that topic of control and releasing, um, when you were going through that time where you're at that church service and kind of realized that, um, you needed to admit, you know, everything you needed to work on and coming back to God, um, what advice would you give to a girl who feels that way now? And how did you practically step out of that season of hardship? Of course, probably took a long time, but how did you get from needing a lot of help to healing? What, What advice would you give to someone who's going through that right now? My first piece of advice would be to tell someone, let people in. Um, I was doing a really great job at hiding that part of my life. And um, that's what eventually broke me. So I would say like the reason I always say be shameless or shameless living is because once I started being unashamed and sharing my story, that's when I actually found healing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that you'll find if you, if you're bottling something up or if you're struggling with something and you're afraid to share with someone because you're afraid that they might judge you or think differently of you, you'll find that when you're vulnerable and you're authentic, 
people love you. Like people accept you and, and you'll most likely they've been through something like that too. And so the moment you share something, you realize you're not alone and then you're more open to healing. So yeah, I took a bunch of steps where I went to, you know, a counselor and, um, you know, talk to different mentors in life and moved even, but I would say the very first step is just talking to someone like saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. And then you get the encouragement that you need to yeah. make the hard choices to change the mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And on that topic of mindset, uh, I know you were sharing that in chaotic times, we want that sense of control, which I definitely agree. I'm kind of a control freak. So that's what mm-hmm. I lean to as well. Um, what type of tips would you have for people who want to be fit and healthy, but they don't want to be obsessive? What would you say right now in your chaotic season when, you know, having a new baby, all this stuff, how do you stay on track with balance, but also health? What's a good, happy medium for you? Yeah. I mean, it's different for every person. For me, I really try to prioritize 30 minutes of intentional movement. Um, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's exactly 30 minutes, sometimes it's 45, but just like having at least 30 minutes of intentional movement. And when I say that, I mean, like for me, I really love running. People hate running and that's okay. You don't have to be a runner. I do my best like praying on runs. I do my best like thinking on runs. It's kind of my me time, my escape. Um, and so I, I find myself running a lot or doing like a strength workout a lot. Cause I like strength. Um, but intentional movement could look like yoga or a walk with a friend or stretching, or maybe intentional movement is like maybe you're sick one day and the intentionality is resting, you know, like kind of rewiring what intentional movement looks like for you and trying out different things to figure out what you like. I think oftentimes as women, we see things in the media, especially on social media about like how we should be exercising, um, what workouts work best to burn the most or get you this amount of weight and this amount of time. And it's kind of all BS and it's all marketing. (laughs) If I'm just being honest, like you need to figure out what you like, because the only thing that's going to create that healthy consistency is if you actually like what you're doing. So just because someone you follow on Instagram has a six pack and they happen to do hit training, but you hate hit training, don't do hit training, like yeah. do something that you love. That's still healthy. We put a lot of pressure, like we talked about earlier on ourselves to like achieve a certain standard when it comes to movement. But in reality, it's just finding what movement you love and doing that. Um, and then as far as healthy goes, um, like living a healthy lifestyle, I think balance is key. Um, finding foods that you like and then indulging with your friends and enjoying experiences um, not putting priorities or morality around food. Like I have to eat this in order for it to be a good day, or I can't eat this because then it will be a bad day. Like putting that good and bad label on food, it really messes with your identity because it makes you feel shame. Like I'm bad if I eat this, but that's not true. Like that's not what God says of you. And if you shifted it and said, Hmm, I'm hanging out with girlfriends right now. Like I'm going to have an ice cream Sunday with them because we're having a girls night. And we're watching the bachelor and that's okay. Like I'm enjoying this moment. Then it takes the pressure off of like, I'm a bad person because I had ice cream on a Tuesday, you know? Um, so I think health is just balance and figuring out things that work for you, which is such a broad answer. I know, but everyone is so different. And that's something I've learned. 
um, especially in my adult life of like people just are different and what we enjoy, it should be different. We're all wired differently. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like a common thread, even though we're all all wired differently, is that idea of a mindset when it comes to health, wellness, all of that. I feel like having a healthy mindset is the first step and the actions kind of follow. Yeah. So I'd love to ask as far as mindset shifts on days where maybe you feel like you struggle, you have a bad body image day, or maybe you're not feeling as confident. Do you share affirmations to yourself? Do you have go-to Bible verses you like to read? What pulls you back into that healthy mindset when we all struggle some days. There's a few things that I do. Um, There's some tangible things that I do. So I don't have a scale. I haven't had one for years and years, like since 2014, since I moved here, I don't weigh myself and I don't count calories. Those are like two very tangible things that I just have gotten rid of. Um, I don't have mirrors in my gym because I don't want to look at myself while I'm exercising and think like, oh, I wish I could fix this part of my body kind of judgmental. So those are like just a few tangible things. Like maybe it's a watch for you. Like if, if wearing a fitness watch triggers something in your brain, like you feel like you're not doing enough, then take the watch off. Like don't wear the watch. You have to have that kind of discipline, um, and discernment for what is negative for you. So tangible things definitely do that. Like, first of all, no one should own a scale, but that's just a whole nother podcast. Um, and then (laughs) mindset shifts. There's a few things I do. Yes. Scripture. And, um, there's definitely a few verses that stick out to me. One being take every thought captive. So if something comes into your mind and you know, it's not of the Lord, like it's a lie, you can like hear the enemy's voice, then take that thought captive and literally put it in jail. Like captivity means like in jail. So like lock it up and throw it away. It's not yours. You're in freedom. Um, That's one verse that really sticks out to me that I typically turn to. Another is just like what God says about us. Like Psalm 139, we're fearfully and fearfully and wonderfully made. We're created, knitted in our mother's womb for a purpose. All the days were numbered for us. Like we have purpose here and it's not about what we weigh. Um, that's another thing. And then also I do write things on my mirror, (laughs) um, with like lipstick and stuff, which, um, is not for everyone. And definitely was like probably weird for my husband when like lipstick started going on like our bathroom mirror, but I do that. And then I also talk to people. I have like a few like trusted girlfriends who like, if I'm having a bad body image day, I know I can text them or send them a voice memo and be like, dude, not feeling myself today. And they'll be like, okay what do you need? You know, you got to have those people in your corner who know what you're going through and you can just be real with. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that advice. I think that's really good for listeners to hear whether they're going through something or not to know someone who has gone through it, what, you know, you do and what you use to help stay healthy. Cause it's all, it's all a journey. You're not going to get to the end point and say, okay, I'm great. I'm fully healed. We still have times where we need a little bit of help. Absolutely. And I never say I'm fully healed. I am healing constantly. I, and this side of heaven, like I'm constantly going to have struggles. I'm going to have temptations. I'm going to have thoughts that enter my mind. I mean, there are still times in my marriage where I'll like look at my body and I'm like, do you even like the way I look? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like those thoughts still enter my brain. So I think oftentimes when we see people in this role, I'm just going to use social media as an example again of like, let's say you follow this like body positivity account and she's always posting like, I'm free, I'm free. Like, this is how I live my life. 
she's probably posting that because it's rewiring her brain to mm-hmm. believe that because there are days that she doesn't believe that. And that's why I started soul because it's still a struggle for me. And so because if you slip or if you like go backwards in your thoughts or you even slip up and start, you know, you binge or you do some, whatever it is for you. That's like, um, I feel like I've gone backwards. Mm-hmm. That's not going backwards. That's just like an awareness that you need to like reignite those tips, those mindset shifts, those, um, that accountability, that vulnerability, like you need to just reset it. You're going to fall and you're going to come back. And that is all that we're going to do this side of heaven. And luckily there's God's grace to cover it all. Yes. Amen to that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> reset all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd love to transition in this part of the podcast a little bit about uh, advice about building a business. For any of our listeners that are interested in having a business on the side or want to maybe going into full-time business, what advice would you give to a young woman who maybe has that dream? Um, Do it. (laughs) A lot of people put it off and building a business is really hard and it's Um, but it's really rewarding and, and it also takes a lot of patience. So I think you see these people and you're like, Oh, Catherine owns soul. Like it must've just like happened for her, like God's favor. And like, it just happened overnight. But there were, like I talked about earlier, there were like years where I like held soul for free in a clubhouse or in my backyard or whatever. And there's just a lot of patience that goes into it. So not putting that pressure on yourself in the beginning to, have this, um, huge high financial success rate or numbers success rate or whatever that goal is for you. Be patient with yourself. It's worth it in the end. And in the beginning, you definitely have to just hustle. Like I know, like if I, I know that sounds like kind of like, Oh, dang it. I'm so tired. But like, it's just, it's just a hustle in the beginning of like staying consistent. Like I, I worked a nine to five job and after work, I would host soul events and that's a long day and it's exhausting, but I knew my end goal and I knew like, this is my season of like hustle, hustle, hustle to get there. Um, so my first advice is just start mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Like you don't have to go into like becoming an LLC in this hour, but you can, you can create an Instagram account or you can tell a friend like, this is what I want to do. Can you help me? Or you can um, I don't know, you can host a workout in a park for free. You know, you can do things to kind of just start now. Mm-hmm. And walk into that habit of just putting yourself out there. Cause yeah, being uncomfortable is really hard, but it gets a little bit easier each time you do it. So, and that's the only time we grow is when we're yeah. uncomfortable and also consistency, just like is key in health and movement. It's key in business. You know, you just have to be consistent and start and not quit. Like I had events where I would (laughs) be like huge park workout this weekend on, you know, meet me at at Wrightsville beach, yada, yada, yada. And like one person would show up and that's fine. It was kind of a a heart hitter, but that's just how it is in the beginning. And I didn't quit. You know, I didn't like say, well, you know, only one person showing up. So probably should just give up. I just was like, okay, well, we'll see who shows up next week. And keep going. It might not look how you thought it did in the very beginning. That's okay. 
Mm-hmm. And if you have confidence in your business, other people will have confidence, which is super yeah. important. So absolutely. Great. Thank you. I hope that those tips help any young women who are interested in the business lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> but as we kind of close up this interview, I'd love to ask um, some of your key tips or different time boundaries you have or different routines to help you stay present with all the tasks that you have with being a business owner, a wife, a new mom, a friend, a daughter. I know there's so many different roles and I feel as though it's easy to want to be the best at every single role all the time. But what would you say is the best way you're either becoming present or you're learning to be present and just finding peace with the chaotic stage you're at right now? Girl, you are speaking to my season right now because (laughs) I don't have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's definitely something that I still, I deal with daily. Um, But I think it's dependent on what season of life you're in. So when I was single, it was a lot easier for me to hustle. Mm -hmm. When I was married, it was still kind of easy because like, we didn't have anyone to take care of besides ourselves. Like, you know, we could do whatever we want, pick up and go. Um, when I had a kid, everything changed. (laughs) And also when I had a kid in my thirties, because I'm tired now. (laughs) Um, but I, a friend of mine gave me some really good advice and this is what I'm going to just leave it at is this, but this has to do with my with the season I'm in, which is a new mom. So she said in this season, you need to like, think of your ministry. Your ministry is to give your baby your best and your business the rest. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean that I'm a bad businesswoman because I'm being a better mom. It just means I'm, this is what I'm called to in this season. So I'm going to be the best at this. And then everything else is not going to get my worst, but it's going to get the rest of me. So whatever that is for you, fill in the blank, give your blank, your best and your blank, the rest, like that's how I prioritize now. Um, that was like a huge, just like wake up call for me because I put a lot of pressure on myself to have my business be the same exact way it was when I was childless (laughs) and it can't look that way. Like I just don't have the, I'm time poor now. I don't have that time. Um, and that's okay. And it's been like eight months of learning that lesson, but, um, yeah, I think that's like the, my biggest advice is you can do whatever you're called to, like God's going to call you to it and he's not going to not equip you for it. So if you're being called to be a mother and a business owner, like he'll, he'll enable it. He'll let you do it. Yes. He'll help you get it done. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like that exercise of kind of figuring out what's the first priority, what's the second priority. Yes. And even in every new season, writing that out or thinking about it, I think that's a great tip that I personally want to use now. So thank you yeah. for sharing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to my friend, Lindsay, who told me that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Well, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the episode today. Uh, If the listeners want to listen to your podcast or visit your Instagram or perhaps uh, visit Soul Fitness, uh, please share um, how they could learn more. Yeah, the best way to find all those things is my personal Instagram at kcall, uh, K-C-O-L-L. Maiden name is Collins and I never changed my Instagram. Um, that has a link to soul fitness as well as the heart and soul podcast. So if you go there, you'll find everything else you need, but, um, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. And I hope that the listeners enjoy listening to your podcast as well. Yay. Thank you so much, Isabel. I hope, um, everyone has a wonderful day. (laughs) 